What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to a podcast about New York sports. Sam, joined with Matt as always. And finally, the day has come. Well, not finally just yet, but for the terms of the podcast, the MLB season is here. We have a huge preview episode uh, to get into. Going to go around the entire American League today. We'll hit on the National League before the teams start, uh, I believe, next week. Um, and Matt, I'll kick it to you. Uh, what's going on? That's how I always start the show. That's how we're going to start baseball season, and that's how we're going to start this episode. Yeah, what's going on? I mean, listen, n- no episode last week. Apologies for that, but you know, may- maybe if people listened, we wouldn't have to work <laughs> nine to fives. So, um, you know, things get in the way sometimes. But uh, we we do have some. Uh, we're going to add a bonus clip onto the end of this because we did get on and sort of live react to the Aaron Rodgers news that he intends to play for the New York Jets on McAfee. So. We kind of hopped on right after that and just talked about it for a few minutes. So uh, we'll have that for you at the end here. Yeah, uh, definitely. That was that was a fun little little bit we did. Um, you know, obviously the Aaron Rodgers news is arguably the biggest news in Jet history. I'd even go out on a whim to say. Obviously, the deal isn't done yet. Uh, we'll have we'll we'll have that uh, you know more news to follow as you know news comes out. I, I don't know about you, but I haven't heard any progress or non progress outside of either. Yeah, camp. I'm 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 getting it's like it's watered down for me. I'm getting sick of it. That watered down's a good way to put it, honestly, because they 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 constantly this has been going on for it's now months to be honest. So yeah, it, watered down. Of course, of course, like the the Jets' biggest news ever is it's not that like it happened. It's not like oh the Jets. It's it's. I intend to play yeah. for the Jets. Only the Jets. A lot of people intend to play for the Jets, but not many actually do. Um, my, I intend <laughs> yeah. to play for the Jets, or at one point. Yeah. But maybe if I didn't get injured this weekend, then maybe uh, maybe those dreams would have become more reality. But uh, some realistic dreams I think the Yankees will have this year. Let's get right into the MLB, right into the Yankees. They are the, uh, I'd say, the heart of this show. Would you agree? So yeah. I the heart of so. this show, uh, look – Matt's a Met fan. I'm a Yankee fan. That's no no news to anyone. But I think even Matt would say that the Yankees are still the the how would you put it the the catch of the town. Yeah, well, I guess yeah, because I mean they're the most polarizing. Like you know, obviously most of the audience is Yankee fans, and the rest of the audience hates the Yankees. So they're always kind of the. Uh... Yeah, they're, they're kind of like the flagship of the program. Uh, one thing I've learned about radio early on, radio podcasting, haters still have ears is, is the best thing I've ever learned, and it's it's so true. So uh, whether you're a Yankee fan and you're going to loathe and love this episode, uh, welcome. And if you're a hater of the Yankees, also welcome. So let's start with the Yankees. Matt, I have I have a lot to say. I want to get – I want to start with, you know, I've, I'm on the inside looking out in terms of a fan, I would say, or someone that really sits down and devotes a lot of time to the Yankees. I want to get the, the outside point of view, quote unquote, what, what do you see the Yankees as? What do you see some of their weaknesses as? How is their division stack up to them? Give me, give me your quick, you know, little spark notes on this upcoming Yankee season from your perspective. I don't think the Yankees have a true, pinpoint weakness. Um, I mean, you look at the rotation. I mean, adding Rodon is huge. He follows up Garrett Cole, and then you still have Cortez, Severino. You lose Montas. That was kind of a blow because, I mean, I think any team in the league would welcome him as a four or five. Um, a lot of teams would have welcomed no, him as I mean, a two the, or three if healthy, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, I don't see many weaknesses. I mean, we were having this conversation with some of our friends the other day where 
a couple of them said, uh, the Yankees aren't contenders just because in the American League, they're such a clear cut number two. If you're the second best team in the American League, you're a contender. Yep. And that's what the Yankees are. Um, you know, we talk all the time about the mission statement, the mission statement, whatever. But no, I mean, listen, this is a team that obviously once again has a chance to win the World Series. They do every year. Um, but no, I mean, I, I don't really, I, I can't really pinpoint an exact weakness for the Yankees. I think they're, they're kind of, they're built up all around. Um, I don't know who your starting shortstop is going to be, but I mean, what we're seeing from Volpe is, and I feel like you and I have always had the take where it's like, it never makes sense to call them up early. Um, like, why would you disturb the service time? Yada, yada. But I mean, if, if the Yankees plan to win a world series, like they tell us we're going to, um, and sorry to jump right into this, but this is kind of the thing I wanted to talk about with you. Cause I never got your take yeah. on this. Don't you, don't you want him when it comes crunch time to have had as many kicks at the can in the major leagues as possible? Like it wouldn't that be, cause he's your best option at, at shortstop, I would think. So, so yes, the, the answer, the quick answer is yes. I, I am, I've been a supporter of, uh, you know, quote unquote, playing the kids will say, uh, in terms of Anthony Volpe at shortstop. Look, the the proof is in the pudding, right? Today uh, the Yankees just started. It's about one. It's about twenty after one on Friday afternoon, and the Yankees just started. Anthony Volpe is with the quote unquote A squad, to which Garrett Cole is starting. Uh, he's playing shortstop today, leading off. They're trying to get him as many at bats as possible. And the best way I put it is, he won the job, right? If if this was a true competition going into the year or going into spring training. Anthony Volpe outperformed his competition, and therefore he should win the job. Period. Stop. However, you know, the way the Yankees do things, and they always think that they're the smartest people in the room, they're going to – I truly think – or actually, let me put it this way. As far as early as a week ago, I thought that the Yankees were going to, you know, manipulate his service time and call him up so that they can – extend his extend their control over him for an extra season or year uh, at the end of his what you mean you mean you mean not, not sorry not I mean call him up okay, after right. not for opening day yes sorry call him up right, eventually right, right. but um now you know all the reports I hear about him and obviously like I said he's he's won the job he's outperformed Peraza and IKF they've kicked IKF out of the shortstop position thankfully honestly um but he's outperformed them, and the more I the more I read, the more I see. You know, Michael Kay even had a quote the other day that went kind of viral, talking about how Aaron Boone's been quote unquote pounding his fist for uh, for Volpe to be the starting shortstop. Uh, so to me, it seems like you know a lot of the guys who are actually evaluating the day to day player performance are really on the team of Volpe, and that's that's a Volpe to be the starting shortstop. And a lot of Yankee fans, I feel like, definitely are right, but. The Yankees, the front office is the one are the ones that are going to and eventually make the ultimate decision in my mind. And I think it's gonna it's gonna take some really hardcore, you know. Not, he doesn't have to do anything else. Like I said, he's won the job. He's nothing more to prove in my eyes. But I think it's just the Yankees are going to have to do a, the Yankees as far as Aaron Boone, uh, guys like Nick Swisher, you know, people that just are around the team in spring training and are in those you know high end meetings talking about roster construction and what they see. They're going to have to make the point of. You know, why? What's the benefit of calling this kid up now and losing an extra year on the back end of his, uh, you know, rookie deal versus not calling him up now and gaining it at the very end? And I think it's it's interesting to see. It's really like a power struggle within the Yankees right now. And I think I think they will call him up for opening day because I think point blank, Anthony Volpe is the best option at shortstop. 
He Aaron Boone wants to win games. Your best options lend you to win games. And I don't think Aaron Boone, it will sit right with Aaron Boone that the front office is allowing them to not put out their best offense to start the season in what we'll get into is very, very, very good division. And even teams that are that are slept on, like the Red Sox and the Orioles, I would even say could could outperform their uh, you know, even last year. So I, I like yeah. I said, I said this about the Mets, and we'll get into them when we get into the NL. I'm trying going to try and stick to the the AL this episode, but uh, the Yankees don't find themselves in a division where you know you can't go, you can't coast the beginning or the end of the season, right? You're going to have someone breathing down your neck, presumably all year, whether that's you know the Blue Jays, who we'll get into, who obviously you know everyone last year was so high on them and said that you know at the end of the year they had a down year. Very possible that they live up to their expectations this year, and uh, it could give the Yankees a real run for their money in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, and and on Volpe, I mean, you're right. Um, if there's no such thing as this wacky uh, service time rule, he won the job, and it should be his. And I've been quoted as saying before that you should never call up a prospect early. Why would you not manipulate the service time? It makes no sense. But then, like, you get into this storm with the Yankees, where the position the Yankees are in. The position they're in at the position of shortstop, it just it makes too much sense not to. And then, like at the end of the day, you're the Yankees. Like, do we have to play Moneyball with everything? Well, I, I did. I, so I, I understand that, but I did find out the other day that there's actually even a benefit. So I think in the last collective bargaining agreement, there's actually a benefit they they put in that kind of goes against the you know holding back for manipulation uh, service contract manipulation time, but. Um, I think it's something to the extent of like, if you do call someone up to start the season, or I think if like, if they call up Anthony Volpe and he wins or he's in finishes in like top three voting for, you know, rookie of the year or something or any award, I think, I believe the Yankees can get draft compensation in return. If that's the case, kind of to prevent teams, they put that in to prevent teams from being in what I like to call an Anthony Volpe situation where, you know, the, the MLB wants these young kids to get to the, the big stage as soon as they can. But teams obviously want to do what's best for them in the long term. So I think there's – I don't know exactly what the stipulation is, but it's something along the lines of uh, if, you know, if you call up someone he's on your opening day roster and, and then uh, ultimately – you know, is in the running for an award, you can get compensation for it. So I think that that's another thing the Yankees are going to have to think about. Um, but again, outside of shortstop, I I would say, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you can't see the hole in this team. I, I mean, I could be too deep into the weeds here, but I see a lot of holes in this team, to be quite honest. One, everyone's injured right now. Carlos Rodon is injured. Uh, what you call it? Yeah. Harrison Bader is injured. Those are your two guys who you know, from the beginning of last year are your two biggest additions in my eyes, right? You have a gold glove center fielder who at the end of last year showed that he could definitely have some pop and immediately came off as a fan favorite in Harrison Bader. Uh, Carlos Rodon was in the Cy Young race for, you know, three quarters of last year, if not the entire season. And it comes to the Yankees and I believe it's a bicep injury. Yankees signed back Tommy Canely. He's injured. Uh, Chad Green, I believe, is still injured. Uh, I think he's going to be out for the rest of this year. Montas, um, Montas injured. I think he might be out for a good portion of this year as well. Just look, the Yankees are beat up right now, and I think that uh, on top of that, you know, their 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 competitions, quote unquote, are kind of the least of their concerns. Right? We're now with Bader in 
injured. Uh, you, your outfielders are stuck with, not stuck with, uh, 50% of Giancarlo Stanton, who I saw the other day, the Yankees said they plan to play him 50 games in the outfield, which, come on. Like, come on, enough with this Stanton outfield stuff. He literally wants to play the outfield. And to be honest, like, yeah. in the beginning of his contract, I'm kind of being a little sporadic right now as far as, you know, going around these competitions of different players. But the Yankees are a sporadic team right now. I think there's a lot of question marks. Um, but in the beginning of the stand, when they traded for Stanton, signed him, whatever, I understood, you know, wanting to preserve him for his health. He always had these little, like, knick-knack injuries, hamstring, heel, bicep, da-da-da, like, little nagging injuries that they were trying to protect. I got that. We're at the point now where... I think Stan's only got like three more years left of the Yankees on his deal. Like we're, we're not in the, you know, the front part of this deal. We're getting towards the back end. And it's like, you know, at, at what point are we going to reap the benefits of this preservation that we've had on Stan his whole career? And to me, 50, 50 games in the outfield isn't enough. I, you know, I want to see, this might be nitpicking, but give me like 75 to hundred, give me 80 games in the outfield. Give me half the season in the outfield every other day in the outfield. Yeah. I don't know why that's an issue. But regardless, Aaron Judge, obviously, he could play. he's even going to play left field. We've seen him play gold glove center. We've seen him play gold glove right. Why wouldn't he be able to play gold, gold glove left field? Um, the, the thinking there is uh, put Stanton in right, less ground to cover, smaller outfield in right field for Stanton to cover, less chance of injury. That's just the simple thinking. So, And I really think that that's what the Yankees are going to – they might roll that out, you know, opening day. The, the, the outfield opening day might very well be – Aaron Judge in left, Aaron Hicks in center, and uh, sorry, Os- sorry, I forgot about Oswaldo Cabrera. Oswaldo Cabrera in left, yeah. Judge in center, Stanton in right. Might very well be the opening day outfield. And the only yeah. other option well, is I Hicks. Mean, you're, you're right. There's there's injury induced holes yeah. for sure. I mean that that's the thing. And I actually think the key to the Yankee season is going to be yeah. remaining healthy. Um, but but assuming health. Like, what are you most concerned about with the Yankees? Like, like, sure, we have to deal with Josh Donaldson. No, again, well, well, that's hold but... on. Well, that's it. That that is point. Right. I mean, you go around the rest of the field. Jose Jose Trevino is an all star, and at, at the least, even if his bat falls off, he is an elite framing catcher that every pitcher in the Yankee staff speaks highly of. And then Kyle Higashioka behind yep. him just play for Team USA, and everyone that pitches to him raves about him. Yankees, I think. This might be very biased, but for in terms of a one-two punch at catcher, I think the Yankees have the best one-two in the league. Maybe not the best number one, but I think that the combination of the two on a every given day, I think the Yankees have the best defensive catching situation in the entire league. One. Two, Anthony Rizzo, I, look, I think he's going to be a beneficiary yeah. of the shift big time this year. Uh, he's he's had a couple of nagging injuries in this in the uh, – in the spring training, but a lot of times with, you know, older veteran guys, I don't really read too much into them uh, because of, you know, he did have a, a back issue at the end of last year that I think flared up in the beginning of spring training this year, whatever. Like, you know, I think Rizzo is one of those guys that he's not like a high level athlete. He's playing first base. If he's got a little nagging back injury for a week or two, you know, big deal. I think he'll be okay. Uh, and then uh, as far as defense, Rizzo's a god defender. We know that. He brings the intangibles to the team. Judge spoke very highly of him. Um, then we get the second base. DJ Mayhew, Glaber Torres, uh, Oswald Peraza, potentially. IKF, outside chance to play a couple little bit of second base here. Oswaldo Cabrera. I think second base is going to be a position where they're going to just keep plugging and playing guys left and right. Um, 
Glaber Torres, I think, look, he, he's been amidst all these con- these contract rumors and trade rumors and whatnot. I still wouldn't be stunned to see the Yankees move Glaber just because of, you know, they have a, in, a, an abundance of guys that can play that position, including DJ LeMahieu, who if he wins the batting title this year, no one bats an eye. So it's not like, you know, you got some hack yep. show coming into t- that would take his spot. Uh, it's just they have good options. We spoke about shortstop already. Now we're at third base. Josh Donaldson is uh, he's batting I think 200 if he's lucky this spring training. He batted 200 all year last year. And here's the thing with Josh Donaldson. He could be a great defender still. He his, his token his whole career was he was you know an elite third baseman, right? Don't don't you feel like that gets oh, overblown? You now, are though, you're preaching the to the choir here. Yes, a hundred percent. You listen to anybody. Like let's even say Michael K. Anytime someone complains about about Josh Donaldson, oh, but his glove. He plays elite defense. Like does he? Like is he really that special at third base in twenty twenty three that it warrants him going out there every day? Especially when the Yankees have so many options where they like he doesn't have to well, play every day. Well, so great point, honestly, because. Uh, and I don't want to hang on the rim, but, you know, who has been saying that since they made the deal? <laughs> me. I've been the bit. Tell me someone who's hated Josh Donaldson more than me, please. N- no one There's on the no planet, one on right? The planet. Even, even I don't even know if he has an ex-wife, but I bet you I hate him more than his possible ex-wife. Just being honest, okay. if you get where my, my angle is there. But look, I think not only that, but he, you know, he could go hit. If Josh Donaldson goes out and hits 250 with you know, 25 home runs and plays good defense all, all year. Cool. That's a great upgrade from last year, but is it, is it's still yeah. not worth $24 million or whatever they're giving him? They've, they're going to have no. paid Josh Donaldson more money than majority of their pitchers, more than Severino, more than Nestor. Like, obviously I get those are great contracts and good things for the Yankees, but like, you know, they're paying him, I, I don't even know what Jose Trevino's contract is, but I can't imagine it's it's half of Donaldson's, right? They really don't. They don't, really don't get enough. They heat don't. For that I've move. been saying it. Like it, 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 but it's not even like it aged like milk. Like the second it happened, we were like, yeah, what no, is really." This? And and the worst part about that deal is the fact that Carlos Correa, essentially with the money freed up from the Twins in that trade, Carlos Correa is a Minnesota Twin. <laughs> The, he had the audition for them, and regardless of what happened, you know, with the Mets, he's not a Met. No, he's not a Met. As a matter of fact, failed physical. Didn't know if you heard, but uh, yeah, oh. I, you know, everything that happened with the Mets. Look, they they had the audition, the first audition for Carlos for uh, Carlos Correa, and now he's there. Uh, I, I mean, not, I'm not going to sit here and say that 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 should have been the Yankees or that would have been the Yankees if that was the case. But if all else holds, and you know, they hang on to Gio Urshela and. Uh, Dominican, who's who's Gary Sanchez playing for now? Is it the Dominican League? Him and, um, oh, I, I think it's is it Mexico. It is. Him and uh, the Met legend Taiwan Walker, not Taiwan Walker. Um, is it Taiwan Walker? No, no, it's no a, I don't it's, think so. Oh, you're but, Familia. Like, it's Familia. It Familia and Sanchez okay. are budding it up somewhere in some Latin American league, I believe. Whatever, but great yeah, deal there yeah. by Cashman. I mean, sure, you got rid of Gary, whatever. But uh, I think a lot of I think. I'd even say 90% of Yankee fans would would much rather have Gio Urshela at, even at third base on even I'll just say even on the roster over over Josh Donaldson this year all things considered. But he's my biggest he's my biggest problem because look the if the Yankees and I think it's a reason why the Yankees are kind of holding back on trading Glaber because 
or trading any of their middle infield because, you know, what happens if we're two months into the season and Josh Donaldson is still hitting, you know, 150 against four-seam fastballs? What happens then? Yeah. What are they going to do? Put DJ at third base every day and then, you know, and then what happens? Then you need Glaber. But they do have the flexibility, though. They, they do, though. but I don't think they want to get rid of that. Like, I think they, they like the fact that they have that flexibility. And if they move Donaldson, their right. their flexibility kind of goes out the door a little bit. I'll say this. I think that there's a lot of different, like, permutations with this team uh, as far as trades and injuries, guys coming back, that I think will dictate how they uh, how they will make moves in this year or why they haven't made moves yet. Because, look, quite honestly, I think that, they're sold on Donaldson. They think that, you know, progression to the mean is, is due for Donaldson. He had a terrible year, the worst year of his career by far last year. Uh, and I think that they're, I think yeah. is, well, he's not going to do it again. So he's gonna, he's going to only progress to the mean. I'm just telling you what they think, but, um, but yeah, yeah, look, the, he's probably my biggest concern. And then, you know, due to the injuries, uh, their starting pitching depth is going to be tested really early now. Uh, you know, Cole's pitcher right now. Nestor looked like a stud yesterday. I think he had like eight strikeouts and four innings or something like that. You know, think of it what you want. But I watched a good couple at bats. Uh, him versus Paul Goldschmidt, which are pretty impressive. Large new bar as well. Some other you know everyday major leaguers that it wasn't a hack show squad is what I'm trying to say that Nestor was playing yesterday. Um, Severino's looked, you know, up and down, but I, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a big Sevy guy. I think he's going to have a good year, especially as when Rodon gets back, he's going to be the fourth starter. I think every single team in the league would sign up for Severino to be your fourth starter. Uh, you know, yeah. even, even the Mets included with their, their whole staff, you know, any, any team would take Severino as the third starter, I think. Um, so I think, you know, if the Yankees are healthy and not having to rely on, you know, guys like Domingo Herman and Clark Schmidt to be their, you know, fourth, fifth starter, and they can go Severino to Montas as their fourth, fifth starter. That's a big deal. That's a huge difference. Um, but, uh, look, I think that still, even with the injuries, even without Rodon, even without Montas, the one, two, three of Cole, Nestor, Sevi is is still an above-average starting pitching rotation, in my opinion. And then to cut to, yeah, to, to add that onto a bullpen that, is going to bring back really. I mean, there's the bullpen. I'm very bullish on this bullpen. I love Jonathan Loisaga. I love Mike King's going to be back. Love Mike King. I think Clay Holmes is going to bounce back. I think he just got in his head too much last year at this the end of last year. Um, I, th- I, you know, I can see a lot of guys in this bullpen really, really. Sh- Albert Abreu, they're super high on. He, they were really high on him last year. Uh, Tommy Canley will come back. He was huge for them. Look, the one thing at the end, if you want to hang your hat on something for the Yankees. There's two things I'll hang my hat on. The Yankees will always have a good bullpen and Aaron Judge. That's it. Those are two things that you could just hang your hat on, chalk it up. Those are good. Everything else, though, uh, you know, there's stuff to worry about underneath. Yeah, I'm never concerned about their bullpen. Every year. If you stripped stripped everyone away right now and they added eight um, relief pitchers who we'd never heard of, they would just be elite. That's just how it is every year. Uh, yeah, no, it's it, that's where I think their like bread and butter is. I think it's the best way to put it. And I think that you know when I, you you and I speak on the side a lot about you know I'm not a big fan of teams without bullpens, and I think that's just my Yankee thinking. Like you know we spoke about the Mets, and we'll get to them next episode. But my biggest concern about the Mets is now, especially with this catastrophic Diaz injury, I think their bullpen is going to be really really worrisome if i'm if i'm 
Diaz, Diaz got injured, got injured and uh, Correa got injured, both due to the WBC, according to Frank the Tank, as a matter of fact. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I look, I mean, the yeah. Yankees up and down. As far as Aaron Boone is concerned, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't think that there's any really concern about Aaron Boone per se. You know, I just think that it's, uh, I think people that, when the Yankees are good, people are going to love Boone. When the Yankees are bad, people are going to hate Boone. And I think that's just, pretty yeah. much exactly how you can sum it up um no, complaining about boone is like the most just try hard like you're just lost if that's like your big complaint and and that is a lot of people i mean turn on any radio station the day yeah. after a loss no, hey look we we hear it all the time um but let's let's get into let's get into a couple of the other teams in this division let's start with who it, well what i well what i wanted to do is i wanted to get a yankee Record or just give me a win total? Uh, uh, prediction. I'm, I think that they. I'm going to give them a hundred, a hundred wins on the nose. And I'll tell you this: I think that you know, again, I think Volpe's going to come up. I think he's going to be the the get them off to a good start. He's going to put some energy in the clubhouse. I am very much looking forward to seeing him, Glaber, Oswaldo Cabrera, Oswald Peraza, and all these you know young guys, quote unquote, really bring energy to this team that. You know, for a lot of times, the veterans seem to lack. I mean, they brought Rizzo in, obviously, and since then, you know, he brought a different energy to this squad. I'm a big believer in, you know, off-field or, you know, uh, on-the-bench kind of relations, I should say. Uh, and I think that they're going to get off to a good start if they, if they you know, push the right buttons. And I think that they're just going to get guys back slowly. They'll see them as additions. Maybe they'll make a move at the deadline for someone if some, you know, Maybe Volpe, you know, gets to a little cold stretch, and maybe they need another uh, another bat in the lineup or something. I don't know. I I can see this this Yankee season going very well because I think that they will get off to a good start. And to be honest, would they win ninety nine last year? I think they get to hundred this yes. year because, quite simply, it's the same team with a better rotation, essentially. So yeah. I'll give them an extra win because of that. I'm going to I'm going to give them 97 wins. And I think this season is going to be the reverse of last season where I mean, you remember what April, May and half of June was like last year. It was just and then they hit this insane skid. Now I'm not saying it's going to be that bad to kick off this season, but I think, you know, if we're going to play the kids, there's going to be some growing pains. Obviously, we're waiting on some guys to come back. I think it's just going to take a little bit to really really ramp it up. Um they are better than they were last year. You're right about that. Um but, you know, just, just for those couple of reasons, I have them just a notch under 100 wins. Um, but I do have them winning the division again because I really don't think Toronto's done enough to close that gap. And, I, I you know, are they really are they going to be – what did they really add? Chris Bassett. You know, I, I'm not sure Bo Bichette's going to have 280-something hits again next yeah, year. Yeah, so I, – I, I think the Yankees are clear-cut my I, I agree. I, I think the best way to put it is the Yankees should win this division. They should win this division. I don't. I think it's their division to lose, and I agree. Um, as far as the the Blue Jays, which we'll get into. Uh, by the way, Anthony Volpe, bottom of the third, two run home run uh, in said spring training game, uh, wow. making it two nothing wow. as Josh Donaldson grounds out to end the inning. What a great, what an <laughs> unbelievable sequence of events. Um, we we just put that right into we put that right yeah, out there, there into go. the universe. Um, so as far as the Blue Jays. Couple big additions. Met legend Chris Bassett comes to their squad. Uh, three-year deal. Kevin Kiermeyer, I think, is a very underrated veteran signing. There might not play every day, but a god defensive outfielder can kind of do a little bit of everything in terms of 
you know, he's quick. He can field. He'll he'll hit you, you know, a couple home runs here and there. Uh, just a good veteran presence, um, as well as Brandon Belt, who vet another veteran presence, first baseman, uh, has had s- some good success in the league. And then their biggest, I think, in my or you know, from what I can see, their offseason, Dolan Varshow coming over from the Diamondbacks. Many people might not know who that is. He is an outfield catcher. I believe he's a lefty as well. The Yankees were in on him, I believe, uh, early on in in trade talks. Uh, goes to the Blue Jays. And I think he's going to be huge for them. I mean, they have Kirk there, who's going to be who is an all-star catcher. Uh, Varsho will play the outfield and, and backup catching there too. He's going to be another weapon in that that lineup. Um, I really like this team. I, I really do. And you know, as as far as uh, as far as how they stack up against the Yankees, I I think they have a lot of guys in their team. Like to me, when they play the Yankees, I I always get kind of like little bit like on edge with this team because they have a lot of guys who are like reckless free swingers that don't get too much in their heads. And against like the Yankees, I think that that's how you can beat them by just kind of, you know, swinging and hitting the shit out of the ball, to be honest, not, not to sound like, you know, obviously if you get, you hit the ball a lot, you'll win, but guys like Vlad and Bichette, uh, I think they lost Teoscar Hernandez this year that he goes to the Mariners. So that's a big loss, but uh, Varsho and they're, they're they're going to be a good team, I think. I don't think they're going to be any sort of walkover. Uh, Matt Chapman on the squad, of course, with Merrifield. Uh, he, Matt, Matt Chapman kind of just fell off the face of yeah, the Yeah, but they, they like. have like a couple guys that are like, like Brandon Belt, Matt Chapman, uh, Whit Merrifield, and Kevin Kiermeyer are all the same player. Merrifield. They're just like all guys who have been very good in the past. And if one of them, you know, hits – We'll say I think this could be there could be a great signing for the, the team. Um, Is that the best infield in in baseball? Maybe not defensively, but all things considered, I'd put them up there. I, you know, I'm Vlad Guerrero's yeah. fine on defense. Uh, Chapman's a great defender. Uh, Whit Merrifield, yeah. yeah, they're you know they're okay, they're good. Um, George Springer, obviously in center. Uh, they're, oh, look, they have a lot, they just have a lot of weapons. Like their team is like a lot of versatile guys, a lot of guys who, again, can hit the shit out of the ball. Um, as far as their pitching, uh, Chris Bassett, Jose Barrios, um, Kevin Gosman, uh, Yusei Kikuchi, Alec Manoa, of course, uh, Jordan Romano and the bullpen, Eric Swanson. They got some guys in, in the bullpen that, uh, can make them. Is Ryu still there? I don't believe so. Oh, he is. No, he is. I, I apologize. Ryu there. Yeah, they have a they got a good they have a good rotation. They have a good squad. They really do. And I'm sorry, I totally forgot this even happened. Chad Green's on the Blue Jays. <laughs> I I totally forgot that even happened, to be quite honest. Um I think he's injured though. I still think he's he's hurt, possibly. Um unsure. But uh but again, if Chad Green can go back healthy for that team, Yankee fans know what Chad Green is. He's just a he's a solid relief pitcher, seventh eighth inning, um, yeah. So I think the the Blue Jays can were are I'll say the Blue Jays give the Yankees a run for their money at least in like you know three quarters of the way through the season. But I still think the Yankees win this division. I wouldn't be shocked if the Blue Jays win yeah. ninety three games. Yeah, well they they are yes. the threat, and that's kind of why I, I leapt right into Toronto. That's really. That's who you're worried about, like 100%. It's not Tampa anymore. Um, 
I mean, Boston was terrible. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, Boston, well, I mean, well, let's get right into Boston. I don't really have much to say about them. Um, they, uh, although the guy they, they got from, uh, who just played in the WBC, um, his name is blanking me. Um, I forget his name, but they look the the Red Sox. They the biggest thing was they signed they signed Devers uh, back to a deal. Uh, they there there was some. I think they were rumored to be in on some free agents, but nothing. I don't think anything ever really came like came about. That uh, Yoshida, that yes, Yoshida sorry, I was you were talking about to, uh, looking at that. Mm-hmm. So their their uh, off season consists of. Uh, let's look, just going on the list of notables, Joely Rodriguez, Met and Yankee legend, uh, Yoshida, who in the WBC looked like a stud. I'll say that, uh, Kenley Jansen, another, you know, veteran, good signing, yeah. uh, Cri- they bring in Justin Turner, who's, who can still hit. I mean, he got, he, did you see the picture no. of him? Well, you know, he took the, he took that. Yeah. Ball well, the oh, there was yesterday. a picture post that. He he posted a picture of his face and it's, it's not it's not gruesome. what you want. They the, honestly the Red Sox brought no. in like I didn't really realize this, but they just have like via solid. solid I mean, uh, Ramel Tapia, Adam Duvall, Jorge Alfaro, Greg Allen, another Yankee legend, Corey Kluber, opening day starter. That's embarrassing. Nico Goodrum, Justin Turner, <laughs> Kenley Jansen. I, I looked, I mean, they could. Again, I just said that I can't kind of go back on my own word. The Blue Jays have a lot of veterans on their bench, and I'm high on on those guys. I think if you know one of the two of these veteran guys have like good years, the the Red Sox could could pose a you know a little bit of a threat towards like the middle of this uh, of the AL East. I'd say you know they could they might be able to make a run at a wild card. I would say would be my my early yeah. guess. Well, you just you just be afraid of them stealing some games from you throughout yeah, the season, especially because Devers just. I, I, what do I always say? I say I want to acquire Yankee killers, and I that move obviously not move, but their their signing of him got me very very. Uh, I was like, damn, I got to like. No matter how good the Yankees are, you're right. There's going to be killers there, and he's just a Yankee killer. Like I, I just. He's so good. He's he's got a Yankee Stadium swing to every time he's up. I'm like, oh, Jesus, guy's gonna go deep. He's just gonna go deep against the Yankees. Just he's a killer. Uh, there's no other way to put it. Um, I'll give the Red Sox eighty wins. Is that fair? Yeah. Well, what they have last year, like yeah, I'll give him. I'll give him eighty. Eighty's fair. Eighty and eighty-two. Yeah, it's fair. Why not? I mean, they don't yeah, have the pitching, I, but, but I think that. Look, I'll say that the Red Sox are not as bad as other teams in the American League. Like, I think that there's wins for them to have. Yeah. You know? Uh, yep. And then uh, let's – next team we'll jump right into, I guess, in the AL East, the Rays. Um, really going to be difficult for me to kind of break down this team because we know what the Rays are – or us to break down this team. We know what the Rays are. They're a bunch of very smart penny pinchers is what I'll say. Uh, they yep. Their analytics department is off the charts. It always see, every time they get someone or make a deal that you question, they kind of put you in your place per se. Uh, they kind of realize that they're they are the smartest people in the room and doing the most with the least. I mean, I'm just looking down at their you know some of their signings. Uh, they got Zach Eflin, who's good starter, but uh, former Philly. Um, and then other than that, I'm you know looking at some other guys: Charlie Culberson, uh, Yankee legend Ben Gamel. Uh, other than I always forget he was a how, Yankee. How could you forget? Um, other than that, I mean, like nothing. 
they didn't. I mean, the only thing I'll say about them is Wander Franco is going into the season fully healthy and, you know, having a full spring training to prepare. I, I think that he's going to have an absolute monster season. Uh, he's like, he's up there. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give, you know, we'll give, I guess, superlatives on like, maybe on the back end of our NL episode. But uh, yeah, I mean, this, I think he could be up there as one of my MVP choices for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they really are. I mean, the way that they locked him up, they're just, they're just, that's what they do. But we, like you said, we could look at this roster all day and be unimpressed and no one will be shocked if they're 12, 15 yeah. games above 500. It's like, so. it's almost like you don't even realize what's happening. You know, it's like, it's just like, it's yeah. just, they're, yeah. they're, they're slow. They'll pick up a win here and they'll pick up two wins here and then they'll get a sweep. And it's like, how the hell did that just happen? Because they just threw Zach Eflin three innings and then went to the bullpen. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But look, we. Don't, I'm not going to question them. I'm just going to chalk them up for a very safe, you know, 85 wins. We'll say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just know, like last year. Uh, could they? Would I be stunned if they finished over the Blue Jays miraculously? I would not even miraculously. No, I, I wouldn't be stunned. You know, they're again, they're a team that if Wander Franco does, you know, play to what I can foresee him playing as or up to. Yeah, uh, why not? Why not? Why can't they be better than the the Blue Jays? You know. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I mean to wrap up the division. I mean, we know what Baltimore is. Um, they're not a threat to anyone. Will they probably finish in last place? Maybe. You know. Um, but I mean, they're scrappy. They they kind of last year they kind of showed you like they'll win some games. I mean. I want to see a big year out of Adley Rushman. Uh, I love Cedric Mullins. Adam Frazier is a hitter. Um, they also might have the best catcher in the league. In James oh, yeah. They actually, I'm sorry. The the, the McCann-Rutschman one-two runs circles around Trevino Higashioka. Circles. Yeah. We're, we're both big fans of uh, we're both big fans of John big Means. Big John Means guys here, yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, this team, look, it's, it's tough to really – kind of tell what this team is going to be per se. I mean, they're, they're definitely in like the building stage, but like the end of last year kind of hinted yeah. at everyone. Like maybe these guys are a little bit further down the road than everyone thought. I mean, Adley Rutschman could, yeah. could Adley Rutschman go out there and be the all-star starting catcher, you know, midway through the season. And I don't think anyone would be surprised, you know, if he, if he's midway through the season no, they're and just, they're he's batting, you know, 280 with 25 home runs and 65 RBIs midway through the season. Yeah, I believe it. You know, they're, they're going to be scrappy. Yeah. There's always, it's, there's always time, like every year it feels like where like, like you'll blink and the Yankees will be like, oh, we have to win today. So we don't get swept by Baltimore. They're just yeah, strange. No, you're right. It, it, because it's not, it's not like they're obviously scared of them. I'll say, you know, like they're not scared of them, but they're definitely like, you know, a, a little bit, a little bit of a threat. Sometimes they're going to win games that they yeah, shouldn't. Have, you have to show up. To be honest, um, yep. Real, we'll, we'll run through the the AL Central and the AL West fairly quickly here. Uh, obviously, not as deep yeah. into it as we want to go with the Yankees, but um, let's start with Cleveland. Uh, played the Yankees in the playoffs last year. Uh, the team's good. I, I don't know what more else to say. They're they're, they're a good scrappy team. Uh, between Stephen Kwan and Jose Ramirez, two guys who, again, Yankee killers, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna. I'm gonna tie everything back to the Yankees, but you know, they're a team that not only gives the are Yankee killers, but they're just good baseball players. And I think that uh, with yeah. you know Terry Francona at the helm, 
uh, a, you know, an infield, another good infield, I think, between Ramirez, Rosario, Andres Jimenez. Well, Jimenez yeah. is the guy. Yeah, the yeah, Mets lost the trade. Again, Josh Bell they signed. I mean, they're going to have Ramirez, yeah. Bell, Rosario, and Jimenez is a fun infield. And not only a fun infield. Bell's Bell's coming off of uh, Bell's coming off of a down year, but like the, he's always a threat. The yeah, power's always they there. They also have like again, they have a couple like veteran uh, catchers in uh, Zach Collins and um, Mike Zanino over there too. That also could be you know decent if they can just do their job and bat you know two thirty as a catcher and have and play good behind the plate. They're going to be good you, again. Josh Naylor there. He'll probably DH a lot with Josh. Josh Bell, Josh Naylor will probably go back and forth DHing. Um, Oscar Gonzalez had a very good year last year. Uh, will Brennan, you know, just looking down this roster, they're pretty good. They're they're pretty good, and I, they're probably going to be my pick to win their division. Yeah, I mean, they won it last year, and I mean, going into the season, if you told me they were going to win ninety two games, I would have said yeah, no. But they're not. I, again, I think they made so. some really good, really good moves. Um, they have. My two of my favorite pitchers in the entire league on their team, uh, Cal Quantrill. A little backstory on Cal Quantrill. I'll always just shout out my guy. I hopped on a betting trend of his, uh, to which he would he did not lose a home start uh, for like I ten straight starts last year. Finished the season. I don't think he lost a home start again. I think he, there was like it was like eleven or twelve straight home starts where maybe he didn't get the win, but. He the the Guardians got the win, uh, and so when he's on the mound, you know, there's really not much to quantify it, but they win games when he when he pitches. So between him, uh, Bieber, Cal Quantrill, Zach Plesac, they have a they have good arms. A lot of lot of good teams with good arms in this American League so far. Yep. Oh, and there is a three run homer by one. Pete Alonzo, right after a Starling Marte double, which is yeah. Is I think you know we might need to re- rename the pod. I think we're going to rename the pod "Watching Spring Training Games with Matt and Sam." What do we think about that? Yeah, intently, intently. watching spring training games yeah. with Matt and Sam. Okay, cool. We'll get the rebrand yep. going. Um, so I, I'm not going to give any sort of you know win total for the uh, for the the Guardians. No, but, no, no. no. Uh, I I think they're my, they're probably my pick to win the division. Um, and then we, we kind of hinted at another team, in their division, the twins. Um, look, the, the twins are the, they got Correa, uh, you know, they, or they got Correa back, I should say. Um, and then it's other than that though, this team doesn't excite me. It just doesn't. There, there's like nothing on this team that is really uh, of any sort of, you know, big note. I, I, do you disagree with that? Well, Joey Gallo is just oh, a yeah. phenomenal player, so they have him in there. And of course, the they they signed also former uh, Yankee legend. Um, oh, I just lost it. Oh, Ryan Lamar, Yankee legend. Joey Gallo, Ryan Lamar, mm-hmm. Sonny, Sonny Gray. Gray. Too. Yeah, wow. Sonny wow. Gray. A lot of a lot of former Yankees there. Um, their other big move they 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 win the Pablo Lopez uh, sweepstakes. I'll say um, that was a good move by them. Uh, that you know, but again, yeah. this this team just doesn't. I don't know. It just just doesn't do it for no. me. They're, Jorge Polanco is Buxton no, but... ever going to get healthy ever again? Uh, just nothing. Nothing really here. I I thought that I, I was really confused why uh you know Carlos Correa would want to go to Minnesota again. 
Uh, I, you know, just a really yeah. puzzling yeah. move. Well, well, to be fair, to be fair, oh, okay. I mean, that's to. sure. That, that's one way to put it. Um, yeah. He actually, he actually tried twice not yeah. to go okay. back there. So you, uh, you're right. I'll stand corrected there, but yeah. I, you know, I, I wouldn't, yeah. if I would be stunned if they won the division, wouldn't be stunned if they finish in last. Yeah. They're, they're not oh, deep actually, anywhere. I would be stunned if they finish in last, just reminding myself of the other teams in the division. Um, but I think the rest of these teams are just a crapshoot. We'll run through them really, really quick, to be quite honest. Uh, the Chicago yeah, White yeah. Sox, yep. the Tigers, and the, the Royals. I'd say of those three, the Royals probably the most exciting to me only because of guys like Bobby Witt Jr. You know, they get Framil Reyes as well. It's a good signing. Uh, they get Yankee legend Aroldis Chapman, so they're going to lose a lot of games in the ninth inning. Uh, Ryan Yarbrough goes there in a one-year deal. Um, <laughs> I didn't hear that, but like for a couple was, seconds or something, I was waiting, for you, to, I was waiting for you to, uh, to, to get that one. <laughs> Jackie Bradley Jr. goes there in a minor league deal. I could see him, you know, being a nice little veteran presence in the outfield for the Royals. But another team that, you know, whatever, Bobby Witt, is that it? Yeah. Is it all we really want to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amir yep. Garrett, maybe, I guess is, is still exciting. He, he excites me. There was about 104 every other day, which is uh, – he's always one of my favorite to watch. I don't know what Salvador Perez is still doing on this team. Uh, I mean, Nicky Lopez, Hunter Dozier, Vinny Pascantino, the pride of Italy. Um, literally nothing. I don't know people on – I really don't know people on this team. I, I'm sorry. There's my analysis. No. Uh, I could see them winning 65 games again. They won 65 last year. Why yeah. not? Um, yeah, that's fine. Are they even televised? In I don't Kansas know. City? I, I believe they're a. Uh, they were the last team to secede from the Bally Sports uh, bankruptcy, for, is what my sources nice. are telling me. Um, next team, we'll just go over the Tigers real quick. Uh, the Tigers, are, the yeah. Tigers are funny because, like, I remember very like distinctly watching a couple Yankees Tigers games last year, and like everything they say about the Tigers is like they think they can compete, and I, I just don't get it. Like. Matt Boyd, I don't know what he's still doing on the team. He was supposed to be a stud. Uh, Spencer Turnbull, Matt Manning is is another one of their their uh, high prospects. But other than that, I mean, they have a thirty year old catcher, Met legend oh, Javi Baez. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Torkelson's very Ooh. good. He's probably their their highest prospect yeah. on the squad. Austin Austin, yeah, I mean, he's cool. like whatever. Uh, I think is this Miguel Cabrera? Did he retire? Is he done? He, he had yeah, that, I, think so, I mean, right? I know he hit. Uh, what was the milestone he hit last year? Was it? Uh, was it five hundred home runs or was it against it was the five hundred home runs? Or was it RBIs? Okay, it was, was it against? against I think was it, it against was, the? Yeah. I remember people being mad that the Yankees. What did the Yankees do? They intentionally walked him one day. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So he has. Uh, I'm trying. What was the record that he set? Five. Was it 500 home runs? Because he has 507. Oh no, I think it was. I, no, no, no. I think it might have just been 3,000 hits. Right. It? Oh, it was either 500. He has 507 home runs and 3,088 hits. So. So he did them both I, in one I year. That's pretty cool. Did he have? But yeah, no. I I do believe that he is. I don't know. Is he? Did he retire? It's <laughs> a good question. According to ESPN, as of right now, he is still active, for whatever that means. No, he, yeah, he, he's been yeah. playing in spring so, training right. games. So. so I mean, Miguel Cabrera, whatever you know, they're they're in the they're in the like two thousand 
13 Yankees stage. Is that a wrong thing? But they just never won. Is that a wrong thing to say? Yeah, like they're they're yeah, they're focused on their parades for their players. I think for Miguel Cabrera, it's the Miguel Cabrera show over there until further notice. Uh, they're a shit team. I think they win the least amount of yeah. games in the entire league this year, including Oakland. Yeah, I only AL, I'll say. Um, yeah, I mean, let, let's just touch on Chicago before we get out of this division. I kind of like Chicago. I think they were mm-hmm. five hundred last year. Uh, I expect them to be better. Um, we both love Andrew Benintendi. I think he makes yeah. any team. I did better. think they paid him a little bit uh, too Tim Anderson's much, a stud. in my opinion. I was kind of like uh, taken back by how much they gave him. Uh, in terms of, uh, I'm not sure what it was at the top of my head, but I just do remember I was like, ooh, yeah, I can see why the Yankees didn't want to do that. Um, I think Elvis. Mm-hmm. You like the addition of uh, you like the addition of Mike yeah, Clevenger. Elvis Andrews um, there now. Benintendi, uh, Jake Marisnik. Uh, obviously, Yo Amancada, who you know, you think of think of that. What you want? Um, yeah, he he was uh, he died for a little bit, or was that Jimenez? Uh, that no, I mean Mancada was supposed to, was slated to be a stud. Uh, no, who was the player? Who was the player who literally like died for a minute? Uh, I have no idea. Was that? I'm unsure. We'll okay. have to get back. You have to get back to me about that. That might be news to me, or I'm just blanking. Um, but yeah, they're they have a pretty solid rotation. Eloy Menes. Oh, Eloy Menes. Yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah, running yeah. joke. Eloy Menes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is. Is he still on the squad? I think so too. Yeah, I he, think so. When yeah. he's there, he's good. He's a good player. Um, yeah, their starting yeah. rotation is pretty good. Uh, Dylan Cease, Clevenger, Lynn, Lucas Giolito, Michael Kopech. Uh, looking at some of their depth, doesn't look like they have like any sort of notable depth. Uh, but Kendall Graveman in the bullpen is a good is a good add there. Um, uh, you know, I th- I think that they're they're another team that is a bunch of guys that could be and a good starting rotation. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, they're in that they're in that uh, they're in that Tampa Bay Rays draft. I think they're very evenly matched with like the Twins and the Rays. They're like a they're like the the C plus level of the MLB. Is it C maybe? Yeah. Um, all right. So now let's get to our last, our last division and last segment of this, uh, this, I guess, pod. No, we're going to throw the Rogers thing at the end. Okay. Yeah. I did want to do with you though, what you suggested. Oh yeah. We'll we'll get to that for the AL. uh, We'll do that very last league winner. Um, yep. We'll start with obviously, uh, the big dog on campus. We'll say the Houston Astros in the, um, AL West, uh, look, they're they're amazing. They're a machine. They they no matter who they lose, Verlander, Cole, there's always someone up next. Uh, they're they're just unbelievably yep. run. Uh, I mean, I'm looking down the list. There's guys, you know, Framer Valdez, Jose Urquidy, uh, Hector Neris, Rafael Montero, McCullers, Christian Javier, Luis Garcia, uh, Brian Abreu. Like they're just they're just loaded. Jose, they get Jose Abreu. Yeah. Altuve out two, I think two months. They said because of the he got hit in the wrist or the, or the finger the, from the WBC. But lo and behold, who's mm-hmm. right behind him? Jeremy Pena, the the World Series MVP, just coming in and got to steal his yeah. thunder. No sweat. So now they go from they lose Altuve, but their infield is still going to be Jose Abreu, Alex Bregman, Jeremy Pena. Uh, they're unbelievable. I mean, they're just, they're a machine. Kyle Tucker, yeah. also an unbelievable yeah, athlete. Yeah. 
great player, Jordan Alvarez, Michael Brantley, they're going to win 100-plus games. It's just what's going to happen. Yeah, no, no, no. They uh, I mean, the yeah. I don't know. Do you have any other analysis other than they're just a machine? No, I mean, that that's just what they are. They're, they just, I don't know. It's like there were a couple seasons there where we were all like, all right, like they're finally going to take a step back, and they just don't. Yeah, no, they, they it's so. it's just constant. It's it's what the I think the the worst thing to say for Yankee fans, but it's so true. The Astros are run the way the Yankees should be run. Like they they're just yeah. you know you, there's books there I I own a book titled The Baby Bombers talking about the influx of young talent that the Yankees had you know as early as 2017 2016. You would think that with all that young talent and books being written about said young talent, you would have a constant cycle of young, talented players fulfilling the roles of older players that that fall necessarily fall off, we'll say. That's what the Astros have done. That's not what the Yankees have done. Well, you would also expect that a good portion of those baby bombers would yeah, still be not, with the Yankees. Not with, uh, what's his face, in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. not in the DR. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but look, they're, they're a machine. Um I'm very excited to talk about the next team, though, because I'm just going to come out and say it. They are so. I wanted to give a. I want. We're going to both give a non-homer league winner. So not picking the anyone but the Yankees to win the division. My non-homer league winner uh, for the AL, and I'll, I'm going to even go as far as to say my. You know, my not even a dart throw. I don't think. I think they're they're like the fourth or fifth best odds to win. I love the Mariners. I am head over heels with the Mariners team. Jose, uh, Jose uh, Rodriguez, um, Julio Rodriguez, Julio. excuse me, uh, Teoscar Hernandez, I mean, Luis Castillo, these, they have got, I watched him in the playoffs last year, I, I, there's so many guys on this team that I just love to watch, they're, they're a joy to watch, they have talent everywhere, I mean, how do you not like Met legend Chris Flexen, I mean, come on. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, between, but seriously, between Logan Gilbert, uh, Luis Castillo, uh, Robbie Ray, I mean, that might be the best one, two, three in the entire American league, in my opinion. Yeah. This is a team that's just yeah, going to rally JP Crawford, yep. Eugenio Suarez, uh, there again, Ty Oscar Hernandez, I think is the most underrated player in the entire league every year. Paul Seawald. Paul, Paul C- not even a joke, Paul Seawald. Paul Seawald is the real deal, yeah. disgusting relief yeah. pitcher that the Mets really wanted. Uh, and of course, how could we forget Jared Kalenic? Uh, kind of half joking, but obviously, look, he's another guy that's just like, I think a lot of people still think he has some decent upside to him. And if he could be a, you know, a guy you could put on the back burner and kind of shows up later in the year, or he, even if he doesn't show up at all, I still think this team's going to be very good. Uh, AJ Pollock in the outfield. Uh, look, there. I think they're going to be a young, exciting team. Uh, I'm I'm very curious to see what this team does, and I I think that if you know so certain chips fall the right way, and maybe they find themselves a little a bit overachieving, I think a move another move or two at the deadline, like they did last year, could vault them to be a true World Series contender. I really do. Yeah, you don't sound um, too sold on them, but I mean. Y- well, no, no, no. I am. It's just that a minute ago you said, okay, well, we were going to pick our non-homer. It kind of sounded to me like you were going to pick Seattle. I am picking Seattle. What, right. do you, do, are, you, uh, are you not? 
Well, when you say non-homer, being that I'm a Mets fan, no, can well, I pick the Yankees? I, I mean, you could sure. You're, I'm saying not. You're not homer Mets. I'm not homer Yankees. Okay. If you really think the Yankees are going to win the division, all right, or win the league, go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. No, I don't care. All right, Here, all right. So here's what I'm doing then. I'm taking the nice. Houston Astros. Um, they're not. They like. I, I get what you're saying, and I'm excited about Seattle too. And you know, when I get my free um, MLB uh, TV from T-Mobile, that's probably the 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 non-local team that I'll tune into the most uh, this yeah. season. Yeah. Um. I, I totally get what you're saying. I just, I, I put them toe to toe with Houston, and I just say, sure, not yet. I, 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 not yet. I can't. I definitely can't. You know, get Matty for that. I think that's that's probably the majority stance uh, in terms of the AL West. Um, unless, I mean, let's just round out the AL West real quick. Don't even really need to speak about. I want a Julio. I want a Julio Rodriguez so jersey, and I'm not no, a jersey so guy, good. but I want yeah, one. I think I just like I can see him being a star for a long time. Like. Very just like yeah. I'm trying to hop yeah. on the wave before everyone else does, kind of thing. Like I got, he's another one that, I you know he could go win the MVP this year. Why not? You know. Uh, yeah, and no, as far as the other teams in this could. division, real quick, uh, Texas Rangers. I just never understand this team. Like, I, I mean, I get they're they're spending money. They got the Grom. I just I still just don't believe in it. I just don't believe in this team at all. Yeah, well, if you believe anything DeGrom says, he he loves the vision over there, and he wanted to go somewhere that's serious about winning, quote-unquote. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, maybe. I mean, you, can you talk me into uh, Nathan Avaldi, John Gray, uh, Jacob DeGrom, one, two, three, Jake Odorizzi, uh, Martin Perez? I mean, like, realistically, that's, like, not considering health. Like, that's a good you rotation. They just, they're you just not a You have to consider health team. with DeGrom. And I think that, you know, when I think that obviously the Mets, you can speak from this from point blank being a, a Mets fan your whole life. Uh, you ran into this with DeGrom, you know, almost every year. Yeah, the last three years yeah, or so, so, four uh, years. I yeah. mean, uh, they, al- they also have Will Smith in the bullpen there. Nice little bullpen piece. Um, as far as, you know, m- their infield and, you know, hitters, uh, Nathaniel Lowe. Yeah, who, who are you, ex- I mean, who are you excited about? Marcus Simeon. Adolis Garcia also right. very good. Other than that, though, I mean, there. I mean, let me let me read you what they ESPN has their uh, their outfield currently. Uh, Adolis Garcia, pretty good. Robbie Grossman, Brad Miller, Leody Tavares, Bubba Thompson, and that's it. Uh, I I mean, I just don't. Who's playing the outfield there? Sounds like a one way ticket to the yeah, ALCS to me. That sounds like a winning recipe, or like when uh, like in, in uh, yeah. little league coach you say, oh, sounds like hits. Uh, yeah, I, I just, the, the Rangers just, I, I didn't understand them. I didn't understand yeah. them signing Simeon. I didn't understand them signing Seager. And I super didn't understand. I mean, I get why DeGrom would want to go there. Sure. Like from his perspective, but I don't even know why they would want that. Like I, to me, they, they come off as a team that almost needs like a couple surefire starters rather than one, you know, guy who could be the greatest yeah. pitcher of all time or not pitch for you for half the contract you gave him. You know? Yeah. All right. So do, do we want to just tell Oakland to kick rocks? And then with the Angels, we go, oh, they have two really fun players to watch. But eh, nothing, you know, they're not going to win anything and then just kind of just be done. Yeah. I mean, well, let's. What, do you have any Angels points well, that yes, you'd like to make? And I'll say this. I okay. think that I think that the the given Otani's situation, uh, as far as that, I believe he's a free agent after this year, like non-restricted. 
Consider him. Well, well, he's a New York uh, Mets. That's, Just that's, consider that him a Mets. Is all well and fine, and I honestly would probably at this point agree with you if I had to choose a team for him to play on next year. But I think that there's something to be said about you know how the Angels will feel going into this or feel going into this season, and how they will try and lobby Otani not to like. I think the pressure's on in the front office for the for the Angels. It really is like. I think they, you know, you have another season like, you know, the Angels typical season is supposed to, ha- you know, everyone's pointing them out to have, you know, middle of the road team, have your struggles, but have, you know, two of arguably the greatest players in the league on your squad. Uh, I think the uh, Anthony Rendon contract is is shaping up to be one of the worst, if not the worst in the entire league. Yeah. And and I didn't even hear yeah, no, look, it. I, but... I'll be honest. I thought that I wanted. I thought Rendon was gonna be a stud for a long time. Like he, I think he just battled some injuries. Shit just got weird, I guess. Um, But you know, I thought that was gonna be you know the three, four, five of everyone's dream once Otani got there. Um, But look, I think that you know they 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 got some. How I I just it's just baffling how they can underperform to this extent for this many years with again two of the greatest baseball players to ever step foot on a diamond on their team. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They've had trout. They've had trout they've for over a decade. They've done. I think he's one for 11 nothing. in the postseason. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, it's a, it's a shame. It's a shame. I know he they, doesn't I, care. I will say though, they, they have, they made some, you know, very kind of low key, but I think very good moves. Uh, Hunter Renfro is there now. He's, he was a God on the, on the Red Sox a few years ago. Brandon Drury was very good. Another Yankee legend. Another he guy was. the Yankees got rid of for basically free that I didn't understand. Um, Jared Walsh had a good year. Taylor Ward, uh, Brett Phillips, uh, Ray's legend. How was uh, How was Urshela? How was Urshela last mm, year? Is he still I mean, like he's, a decent player? I think he, I think he is. Yeah. I just don't think that you know his situation kind of lended him to that last year. I think that he kind of was given the little bit of the short end of the stick over there and on a bad team, you know, and just not, yeah. not even thinking about, I don't want to get too deep into, you know, Gio Urshela, you know, psych analysis leading up to the 2023 season. But, you know, when you go from the Yankees yeah. where, you know, you're, you're viewed as this, you know, wow, no one, everyone loves this guy. Like the fan base was behind him and you get shipped off to, you know, the middle of Minnesota where now you're on the back burner. No one, you're kind of like a throw in of a trade. Now you got Carlos Correa playing next to you as the star. I just think it was just a, it's a weird situation for Urshela, but I think the talent is there. Um, and then you know I I think the problem getting back to the the Angels, the the problem I think is going to be pitching. I I you know I just can't see this team really holding up outside of Otani. You know we we I just mentioned the uh, the Rangers and how they need you know a surefire. They would really benefit from having a surefire everyday starting pitcher in that in that uh, on that roster. I mean the Angels. It, it's it gets scary uh, talking about the Angels pitching. Uh, I mean, other than other than Otani, I, I mean, th- there's just really not much there. It's just really not a lot at all. Yeah. They they barely made any moves. Um, I don't know a Jonathan Holder, Yankee legend, minor league deal. And I'm just sorting through their, you know, some of their their moves. Matt Moore, 34 four year old relief pitcher. Uh, looks like a late sign, and you know, in February they just kind of threw him onto the squad. But uh, this team, they might their games might end up being like ten nine every game. I just that's the only yeah. way they're going to win. I I you know yeah. I I think that's 
That's yeah. really how, how you got to sum it up to be. So, all right, but let's wrap this up by doing this. I already gave my non-homer. Yeah. You gave your non-homer. Give me a team that we just spoke about, in only sticking to the AL again, that you can see. Give me a team that you can see underperforming this year and tell me why. Underperforming. In the AL. You see, because like, there's not a lot of teams in the American League with high expectations, yeah. really. Um, I don't think the Astros underperform. I don't really think the Yankees underperform. So just given the lack of, because like, I don't want to say the rate, like a team like that, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of high expectations in this league. So given that, I'm going to say. I, kn- I knew you were going to say that. I just I just don't think they did enough. I just don't think yeah. they did enough. I, I, I Look, I can I understand what you're saying. I, I do. I just think that uh, I'm, I also just don't disagree with you. Um, why'd you, why'd you because know I was I, just go the way Toronto. you were speaking about them before you kind of, kind of hinted towards like, uh, you know, yeah, uh, like they have a good infield, but, uh, like, yeah. um, so you, would you almost go as far as to say is like, you're expecting them to underperform? No, but that, cause I just, I don't think they have enough to surpass the Yankees. And I just think that some guys overperformed last year. I just don't know that they, I don't know that they replicate 92 yeah. wins again. Okay. Hey, I look, I, I, I understand it. Um, I'll say mine real quick. I, I, you know, I could see the guardians underperforming. I just spoke very highly of them and, you know, they, they got a couple of nice signings, but you know, I That's think that the, I, you know, would it stun you if first place in the AL central has 84 wins and second place is 83, you know? No, no, you know? I think that's a good answer. That that team, like, they really had some guys who were like are gonna yeah, have to do I, it again. I mean, I think Stephen Kwan and Jose no. Ramirez, you can pencil down, or you can you know chalk down for very similar seasons to last year. I think those are the two guys that yeah. are true kind of like set it and forget it. As far as their pitching, I just gave the Cal Quantrill stat. Love watching him pitch. Cool. Very very possible. It could have just been a giant fluke the entire year. Just a bunch of coincidental stuff happening. Uh. As uh, Tristan McKenzie, love watching him pitch. Very inconsistent last year. Kind of, kind of caught fire towards the end there. Got his groove, became a very good weapon, especially in the playoffs, um, or leading up to the playoffs, I should say. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of question marks on this team in a lot of different spots. That I could, I could, you know, be here in at the end of the season and say, you know, I, I'm, I could have been dead wrong on this team, and everything could be clicking, but. I think the Guardians, they could yeah. still win the division, but I still think they could underperform is how I'll say it. Um, yeah. All right. So let, let's go with a, I don't want to say a dark horse, but a team that you think could surprise some people. I want you to get my answer in your head and let me know if you nailed this one too. All right. Say that again. Phrase that again because I'm going to I'm give me another second to think about this. Well, this was your idea, but if you yeah, need me to kill yeah, some time exactly, so you can exactly. think about it, that's fine. Just a team that you think is going to turn some heads, maybe uh, just surprise some people. And you want me to perform. guess your answer? Yeah, I want to see if you get this one also. Mm. Is it the Red Sox? <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, just given like how incredibly bad they were last year. Like, do I, I I don't think they finish in last place again. I think they're better than Baltimore. Probably. I don't think they're going to make any real noise, but 
I, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if they're kind of like battling for a wild card down the stretch. Maybe uh, look, I, I, the fact that I can, I looked at that team and just said, said them as an answer. I, part of me, mean that means part of me believes it as well. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I didn't want to stay in the yeah, AL no, East hey, for look, both picks, that's but, the, you know, again, that's the division that we, you and I will watch the closest this whole year. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I'm not saying that that's my pick, but I understand the, uh, you know, the point behind it. Um, I, I would say though, for my pick to kind of overperform, this might come off as weak. It might, but I, I'm going to double down on my Mariners. I really am. Like, I think that, but what is over like what they, then they'd have to win a yeah. hundred and one games for me to say, okay, yes, that's what exactly. overperforming is for them. Yeah, no, ex- I th- okay. I'm sold on, you know, I think Robbie Ray and Luis Castillo could easily be, you know, one A, one B for Cy Young at the end of the year and both be on the same team. Okay. You know, I, I, I right. and then I then. think that again, I, they just have a bunch of guys in their team that I'm just going straight on eye test, right? Only the eye test here. I, you know, I, I just love the way they play. They, I think they, they just play great baseball. I think Seattle is like very bought. It's a very, you know, they don't have a basketball team anymore. They, the, the Seahawks are exciting. Sure. But it's not like they're, you know, it was, it's not the Seahawks of, you know, six, seven years ago where they're in the, you know, NFC championship every year. This is the team. I think the t- the city is going to get behind. I really do. I think it's going to be like one of those really yeah. fun. Like, I think we can talk towards the end of the season where it's going to say, "Ooh, the Yankees have a tough game coming up, and they have to go to Seattle." Like, ooh, like you know, one of those places where it's going to be difficult yeah. to win games down the stretch. I, I, I really am. I'm sold on this team. I, I've even, I may have placed a few uh, pesos on them to win the World Series uh, at a certain point as early as a week ago. Um, may consider doubling down on them to even win the division, just as kind of like a if all else fails in terms of the Yankees. Um, I love it. I love this team. I do. There's not not much more I could say. Um, yeah. Well, this was a, this was a long show, but we didn't do yeah, well last no, week, I, so I it's think fine. As far as baseball wise, you know, we still have a lot of Rogers news that we'll we'll throw onto this probably a lot of you know a lot of NBA stuff with you know the Kyrie KD baseball's been other than the Yankees. The scope of the league, other than Yankees and Mets, the scope of the league has really been on the back burner. Uh, and with just over a little yep. over, was it a week? And a week? Is it a week? The thirty first, I think, is the Something first like day. Uh, you know, yeah. a week to go. Uh, here we are. We're gonna we're got into the weeds of it. We'll talk about the NL uh, hopefully early next week, so we can kind of get that out and all set up. Uh, and for yep. obviously opening day, first pitch, but. Unfortunately, we never made it to Rafael Ortega's swing path, but I'm sure all season long that's yeah, going to no, be the discourse anyway. It, it, so actually, a new swing path to watch: Willie Calhoun swing path. Very just get just get deep into the weeds a all little right, bit. Uh, uh, yeah, wrap this up. But Willie yeah, Calhoun uh, swing so path from from myself, Matt, and Willie Calhoun swing path. Thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> as always. And, and and yeah, and, and enjoy this raw reaction to the Rogers news that we're still waiting on. But yeah, you know, we hopped on immediately. Yeah, it was, it was we fun. we kind of an impromptu episode. So enjoy that. <laughs>